0: Hey, what's up, social studies listeners? You sweet, sweet little babies. Hey, guys, I got a couple more shows left. Weird news, Cass. I don't even think we talked about this. I had to kind of cancel my Charlotte shows, which I'm super bummed about. Actually, did I tell you that the hurricane? Because the hurricane? Not because of the hurricane. No, because (laughs) because another comedian needed the weekend, so. This is now the second time I've been bumped on this tour, so well, I was because a comedian
1: be... needed the weekend. They just bump you and put him on.
0: Yeah, the other comedian's way bigger than me. I'll tell you who it is later. But yep. And then what yep. happens to everybody who bought tickets to your show? They get reimbursed for their ticket. But oh. here's the cool thing: is we're working with the club right now, so. That show was in December. Hopefully, we're moving it for mid-June, so it'll be like an end of the school year type deal. Which it'll I going to be warmer. M- warmer. More people will come. More fun. I think it's a good win. But other than that, December 13th, I'm in Appleton, Wisconsin. I have another show on the 14th in Appleton, Wisconsin. The 15th, I'm in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Then the 16th and 17th, two shows each night in Louisville, Kentucky. And the Louisville people are coming for me because apparently I keep saying it wrong, but Louisville, there we go. Louisville. Louis Villiers.
1: Speaking of, Joe, speaking of places in Kentucky, we have a follower who is a very avid listener, really nice guy. And he actually messaged me saying that we have been saying Hodge, well, I have been saying Hodgeville, Kentucky wrong. Hodgeville, Kentucky, he's from Kentucky. Hodgeville, Kentucky is where Abe Lincoln was born. I've been saying Hodgeville, Kentucky, but apparently it's Hodgenville, Kentucky. Hodginville, Kentucky. So Joe, make sure when you're there, if you visit Lincoln's birthplace, which I'm hoping you do, you say it right.
0: Two things. For one, Byron. another, who, to Byron.
1: To Byron. <laughs> Byron's to Byron. the one who told
0: me. Byron, listen, Hey, Byron, I'm so happy you did that, too, because it's not every day you find someone who can clock Gasper on an Abe Lincoln fact. And he um, clocked you on the saying of his birth study. You peasant, degenerate human. How dare you? Abe Lincoln
1: wannabe fan. To be fair, I have been sick for a straight week and a half now. Joe, you're my witness. Anyone who listens to the podcast, I don't know what's wrong with me. I've just had a cold and a runny uh, nose, a cough and a runny nose every day for a week. Is it my esophagus?
0: Do you think you Mm -hmm. have RSV?
1: That's the baby disease?
0: But I think adults get it too.
1: I could have anything really at this point. You know what happens? You know when you don't go to the doctors for so long that you're afraid to go? It's like stepping on a scale. Like, you're like, ooh, I'm not going to step on now because it's so long has passed. That's um, you right now. That's me right now. Like, I I feel like if I go and and like, how long has this been going on? And I'm like, a week and a half, like, you're an asshole. Like, you've just been walking <laughs> around. And also, speaking of the... Oh, well, I'll, I'm going to write that down. So let me just tell you guys where my shows are so we can get this episode started. Oh, yeah,
0: so we can do this. <laughs>
1: I will be in Austin, Texas on January 7th. I will be in St. Louis... On January 28th, I will be in Boston on February 22nd. I will be in Washington State with Joseph on February 23rd, 24th, 25th. I will be in, what's that place? Rochester, New York on March 31st and April 1st. Thank you.
0: Thank you and good night.
1: (laughs) Thank you everybody for listening to my spiel. So Joe, just to start, before we even start, I have embraced this healthy living for my esophagus and for those of you who might have missed an episode, my esophagus cracked. So it's cracked. fine. I just, eat, I just eat poorly. So they told me that I have a crack in my esophagus from acid or something. Can't swallow pills, which a lot of you messaged me and said that you can't also. So I appreciate that. So, so you know weird I have your
0: cracked esophagus, though. I've been thinking about your crack esophagus. I think that it's weird that they can't just like cock it up.
1: You know not, what I mean? Well, With like some what medical talk is,
0: or whatever. Like no, put a bit of cock in your the... esophagus and just cock up your...
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about how that works. But I know that by taking these pills, it'll rebuild the acid, which will then harden along my esophagus.
0: Which we want?
1: I guess, because it's broken.
0: And all this is going to happen from eating a salad.
1: No, no, no. That's the thing. So... I've I've turned I've turned the corner and nobody at work could believe it I haven't eaten a school lunch in two weeks more three weeks passing them up loser
0: move that's number
1: one number two someone bought in a tray of cupcakes yesterday I looked at them old me so I I always make this joke work I go like old me really thinks these look delicious but new me is not interested new me is going to eat peanuts so I've just been eating loose nuts and they're disgusting come again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some are still in there so yeah so i've been eating and like uh, yesterday someone had a baby so we got them a gift so as a thank you for the gift they brought in bagels the next day and i was like old me would eat all the bagels but new me is just going to eat a yogurt with granola and i feel wow. I i want to say i feel better but i don't know if i do but i i feel gut healthier
0: you feel gut i also healthier. Took
1: a, i took a probiotic
0: I was just gonna say something that you got to get into that I actually am super into. One thing about me is I love fermented, God any fermented food, like and anything that's pickled or it has like that funky fermented minigree. meaning it's it's like been soaking. Yeah, like sauerkraut is just fermented oh, yeah, yeah. cabbage. I love I it. Sauerkraut like, was kimchi. good for you. So- I love it. Yeah, sauerkraut. all these fermented foods are really good for you. Any like fermented foods you got. Is you a pickle
1: ever had, good for you?
0: That's different. That's pickled. That's basically just vinegar. Oh, I but love I love pickles too. Have you ever had kombucha?
1: Okay. Joe, here's one of those things where you're going to be like, what is wrong with you? I thought for a long time kombucha or whatever. Kombucha?
0: Kombucha. Cam, the kombucha.
1: I, I thought it was an alcoholic beverage. Well, it's so got trace
0: alcohol in it, trace amounts of alcohol. Oh, some places right, that you can't sense. even, you have to be, show your card to get it. Some yeah,
1: place. so I thought it was a liquor, but then I would see people drinking it at work or like they'd be mm-hmm. at the, drink, the gym and be like, oh, I'm drinking kombucha. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was like these people are all just drinking out in the open. But then I realized <laughs> that it's like a tea or something,
0: right? It's a fermented tea. And honestly, so good. I love it. The, yeah, and it's like good for your gut flora and fauna
1: yeah i'm in, very into that let me find this brand
0: that i love oh okay the brand that i love is called gts it's called gts and is the it good? flavor is golden pineapple
1: yeah i don't know if i could
0: and it's so fucking it's so good dude
1: I don't like tea though. I don't like hot liquids. And I know it's not hot. These are cold brews, right?
0: Yeah, they're it's just cold tea.
1: It's like pe it's, it's like snapple.
0: Little, yeah, it's got a to it though. Oh, so
1: like you're like chewing the tea leaves as you drink? No, it.
0: no, no. It's like a like a I little don't, bit of
1: that is very undescriptive to me. I it's just, Is that a drink you know, thing? You're just you like a freaking you drink, bird. You know
0: when you eat something and it gets that flavor and you're just kinda like like, you know? It's that. <laughs> It's just a I little like a little like a kind of. It's like, per me, second, you're like Am I drinking vinegar? I don't know, but it's good.
1: Old me would have known that flavor, but new me doesn't eat that. I just eat grilled chicken.
0: New you is gonna get on kombucha. I'm gonna send some to your house.
1: All right, I'll try it, but I, if it's like if it's got leaves in it, I'm not gonna like it.
0: It doesn't have leaves in it. It's like strained. It's not like they're just balls of rotten tea leaves. Okay, I have two stories for you though. One is. Did I, you t- I told you I was in a fraternity in college. I lived in a frat house. Yeah, we talked I about this. this. The
1: guy used to rub your feet. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, I have a phenomenal memory. I'm like an elephant. Anything that's ever happened in my life, I memorized.
0: <laughs> I don't think we talked about it. Publicly. We did on the
1: podcast.
0: Listen, one of my, I was with two of my friends last night and they were cracking up because I did I did a post about me being a frat daddy and I posted all these old pictures of when I was in the frat and you Said something about some something someone rub your feet. Oh, I did. They I all did. Saw it, and they told me yesterday. They're like, "Oh my god, you told him!" <laughs> it's like, yeah, we I talked did. about it on the podcast. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Oh, we definitely did because I remember. Dude, being I like, always forget what we talk about on the podcast. Well, I
1: remember being like, Joe, like, I don't know, do you want like this foot rubber? And you were like, Yeah, he was an older guy. He was cool with it.
0: Yeah, he was cool with it. <laughs> anyway, so when I was in the fraternity. We used to have fundraisers for different charities, right? And the one big fundraiser that my fraternity did every year is on Halloween, as everybody was out partying on Main Street, we sold hot apple cider. So you could like Ooh. get a hot apple cider in front of our house. You could like you mix guys it cool. with your, yeah, you could mix it with your, Alcohol, alcohol, whatever it is, like, but like you get hot apple cider for us and it was a charity, right? Well, you all whenever you have this event, you always have to buy too much because if you run out, then it's, you know, you're not making money. We left two full gallons of apple cider behind the refrigerator and didn't find it until about August. <laughs> and we opened it up and it just 100% just smelled like an Apple vodka or something. And we were like, well, it oh, ferments, it's rotten. right? Yeah. Well, one of my fraternity brothers drank it and got wasted off of it. Just from warm apple cider it that had been just sitting sick. out forever. It,
1: it probably just made him sick. Like
0: <laughs> he <laughs> was drunk. Wasted. Wow. Wasted. From so we called it prison hooch and we just never let it go.
1: Did you guys drink it, the rest of it?
0: I didn't. A couple other people did but we were calling it. Prison they drank the prison house. but that's probably super unhealthy because like something's sitting out for months yeah there was probably botulism and shit in there like that's crazy
1: my grandma used to always take like sprite bottles and she used to take the sprite label off and then put oil in it olive oil and stuff i, I don't remember why she did it in that but once i remember it was in her fridge and my uncle went to drink it and he just like took the bottle and it was just straight olive oil that's really Ugh. nothing to do with what you just said, but it just reminded me of, like, gross shit and,
0: yeah. Ugh, I hate it. I also, I told you about, I told everybody about my sleeping thing on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Yes. This wasn't it. I thought that it was, for sure, but this wasn't it. When I got home from wherever I did shows last, Portland, when I got home, I fell asleep at 7.30 p.m. Gasper, I woke up at ten o'clock in the morning the next morning.
1: So wait, you went to bed at seven thirty and you woke up at ten thirty the next day.
0: Fourteen not, and a half hours.
1: Is that a lot?
0: Gasper, that's like two nights worth of sleep in one I, I don't do
1: that even remotely. I can't I do six hours and I'm always coughing. What?
0: I would die. That, I got no choice. So That's not enough. You know. That's not enough. So, but, I, but I feel I have a wake alert enthusiastic.
1: Well, you know what, Joe, I actually thought that you fell into your sleep thing this afternoon because we were having a full conversation on the phone. And then Joe was like, all right, I'll talk to you later when we do the podcast. And then I didn't hear from him for a while. And then he's like, sorry, I just woke up. And this was like very midday. I just miss those days. Like, you know, it's crazy. Like, so my kids are almost six, right? So for the last six years, oh. I haven't even like... I don't remember life before six years ago. Like I remember I used to come home from work and take a nap. And that seems so foreign to me right now. Like the thought of like coming home from work, like I'm I'm if I knew how little time I would have once I had kids, I would have acted so different. You know what I mean? With my time. Like I remember I would come home, I'd watch TV, I'd fall asleep on the couch, I'd play video games, eat whatever. Like, you know, there was no real schedule. I just lived. And then it's like with kids, like, I don't even remember that now. Like, if I want to go out, I'm like, okay, guys, I could go out, but it'll be at 830 because I want to put my kids to bed by 730. And I got to sneak out of my daughter's bed and I got to give her medicine. Like, you know, it's like such a process to just do anything.
0: Speaking of like that, too, it was the same thing. As soon as, dog. Dog. <laughs> as soon as we got a dog we got a dog it was okay. literally the same thing gas i swear to god you got to find a babysitter you got to make sure he's uh, you do
1: not get a babysitter for the dog you be- oh i guess like if you're traveling traveling not if you're going to the store you don't have someone watch the dog
0: no 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 if we oh, go up right. to the store he stays in his crate which is you do that with your kids right
1: yeah, very similar. It's like teaching <laughs> elementary school. What about this woman messaged me before? Very interesting. And she said that her she takes her dog to brunch at this brunch spot near their house. And they all know the dog. And she orders the dog like a two egg omelet. And they sit and they eat the omelet. And I was like, damn. She was like, Joe would be impressed.
0: That's not good for the dog.
1: My dog did it, and he lived till he was sixteen. And he had epileptic seizures constantly. Yeah,
0: and he had a pot of water spilled on him too. Like
1: yeah, but that wasn't that was nothing to do with his diet. He dieted.
0: He <laughs> ate just like I did. Gasper's dog, old me, old me, literally looked like Frankenstein.
1: More two face from Batman because one side was adorable,
0: and then he turns and you're like ah, because he had half a body. <laughs> Poor, but it wasn't his fault. What was his name again? Rocky. Rock. Rock I always called him Rocco. Do you remember Rocco's Modern Life?
1: Of course. Do you know they revived it? They redid what?
0: it. No. They yeah. Did
1: it. Wait. I don't know if they redid it or they just re-released the old episodes like sharper. No, it's it's redone. It's Rocco's like moderner life. I'm gonna look it up right now.
0: You're a liar. Rocco's <laughs> nope. moderner life.
1: I, I made that up. Modern life revival. Oh, I got there something go. to
0: tell you. Rocco's modern
1: life, yeah. It revived August ninth, 2019. Static cling, it's called Rocco's Modern Life. It's on Netflix. Netflix is woke. Rocco's Modern Life Revival.
0: Okay. Okay. I It was interesting to tell you something that's bothering me. Yeah. I was surrounded by some some Gen Z people recently. And as we know, nothing terrifies me more than a pod of Gen Z without an adult in the wild. Okay. And the song Which, which st- one is
1: Gen Z? Just to be clear, the they're ones the you youngest. Teach. They're like 17 year olds, right? 16, 17. Your 17? kids
0: might even be Gen Z. No,
1: nah, I won't let them. They're but they might soul. be. Yeah, I guess. All right. Go oh, ahead. So sorry. Idea.
0: And the song came on, right? And to my old person ears, the song playing was Eiffel 65, Blue.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Yes, you do. Blue dee, 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 Oh, yeah, yeah and of course. Of course. And I'm of course blue. I'm do. a green.
1: I could die. If I was green, I would die. I'm That's a what blue, people da, da. think
0: it says, but we're actually not sure. So anyway.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That song comes on. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this song. And they were all like, you know this song? And then I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then the song Sw- like this lyric started, and it's a remake. Yeah, of course. And it's a person saying, She says, I'm good, I'm good, I'm a dean of my life, I'm a lane. Oh, I actually life. know and that
1: song. That's a good song, though.
0: Great. I hate it because. It really was like we're in this phase where these songs that I have such hardcore memories of are now being remade. And these Gen Z have no idea what it's like to skate around a roller rink on a neon colored carpet to these absolute bangers. I mean, I'm going to
1: be very honest with you, Joe. I also don't know what it's like to skate around a roller rink because that was not a thing where I grew up.
0: You guys didn't have roller rinks? I mean, we
1: maybe did, but nobody did them.
0: Gasper. Like, I would never
1: go to the Roll the Rink with my
0: friends. You wouldn't? We used to do it every single Friday. It was like, you'd go yeah. to the rink. It was called The Rink.
1: No, like, maybe like an ice skating rink people would have went to, but even that, not really. Gasper,
0: it was so common that that was like a school fundraiser. Once a month, you could go to the rink for your elementary school or middle school, and the ticket price was part of... Like the school fundraiser.
1: No, bowling was called, alleys was more that for us. Did you guys? It was called do skate bowl? night.
0: <laughs>
1: did you, very clever. Did Come you on, people. Have,
0: listen, if you had skate night, write it in the YouTube comments. What?
1: Did you guys bowl?
0: I have a story about bowling.
1: Because we were more bowlers. Like that was a thing. Like on a Friday, were you, night, good?
0: you
1: go, oh yeah, I won a trophy.
0: No, you didn't.
1: I forgot. I was a good bowler. I used to bowl like a 180, 190.
0: All the parents were on bowling leagues and every Friday night, the parents bowling leagues games would happen. So we would have babysitters and they would like bunch us up together. So it's like you and a bunch of your friends and then some high school person babysitting you until your parents come home at midnight and they're wasted. It was like what they did. Now, as an adult, I would love to be on a bowling league with my friends and do it every Friday. That'd be so fun.
1: Well, it's like dart leagues and all those things like they all All that shit. Yeah.
0: So fun. Just don't have time. But, yeah, but it doesn't work with my comedy schedule either. But also, they, they would come home, and every once in a while, you couldn't get a babysitter, so you'd have to go to bowling league with them. And I remember one time I was looking at, this is where our lives are so unbelievably different. I was looking down the the lane, not the bowling lane. There was like all the lanes, lanes, lanes. And I was looking down the aisle and there were these two adult people and they were laughing, laughing, laughing. And I thought they were laughing at me. I didn't know what it was. So I was like, what are they laughing at? And then they like put their middle fingers up in there and they're like, hey. <laughs> and I thought they were doing it to me. So I just cried. That was it? Did they That's do it? To you? I, I just cried. No, it oh. wasn't. But for years and years, it took probably wasn't until I was like a teenager that I was like, yeah, they definitely weren't just doing that to a random little kid.
1: They might have. You never just gave the finger to somebody. Not me. I never did. Like random
0: innocent little kid. I I remember everybody loves.
1: (laughs) I remember (laughs) like there was always like asshole kids in the neighborhood that would just like drive around and be like "fuck you" and scream at people. And like you were a kid, you you froze because you didn't know what was happening. You know.
0: Yeah, I do remember another time I was riding my bike and I was like real wobbly and I wasn't on. I was on the grass, not the sidewalk. And this person pulled over and yelled at their car, get on the sidewalk, asshole. And I was like, yeah.
1: I'm seven. <laughs> Once I was I was riding my bike home from a train station. And oh, it, so God. train stations are bad. You don't want to go near train stations in New York City. And I was riding my Lying. bike home from the train station. They're just filled with crime. And uh, I was riding my bike home and like I got off the train and I got on my bike and I was trying to ride quick to get away from the train station because I knew I was going to get jumped if I stood around too long. So I started riding fast. And this car pulled up next to me and they threw a can of beer out the <gasps> window and it hit me. It was empty, but still. and Did I was you drink like, it? No, it was empty. And I wouldn't have drank it anyway. They probably had a RSV.
0: You do have I, RSV right now. We're probably, probably why sure. I got this. Um, we don't know for sure, but we know for sure. By the way, we did get some emails.
1: Okay, perfect. So I do want to tell you one thing. Well, two things. This is just random. This has nothing. This episode really has just... Not really taken to anything yet. What happened, Joe?
0: Nothing. You're just I'm very excited emails.
1: Oh, so today I was walking and I almost had my school evacuated by accident. What I by was accident? walking. Someone opened the fire alarm thing and I was oh walking. What? For those of you at home, Joe just ran off the screen.
0: No, I'm just messing with you. I just kind of wanted to see what you were going to do. Oh, I was very calm. <laughs> i sorry. I did it to my mom yesterday and it was the funniest thing ever. So I needed to see what you were going to (laughs) do.
1: I had no reaction to it. I just narrated it. He goes, I was like, Oh, Joe just left the screen for those of you who aren't watching at home. I was like, like, Joe's not here. But then a quick thought in my head was like, Oh shit. What if someone just broke into his house? Like, I don't even know your address. Oh no, I have it. I have it. But I was like, fuck. Like if you died, I don't even just live on the podcast. I guess I'd be like, wait, can I you hang out I me? Stop doing
0: this to people.
1: It, I had no impact on me. Maybe the <laughs> RSV has got to me.
0: And just New York in general. So okay, sorry.
1: So I was walking and my sleeve was loose on my shirt, and it caught the fire puller, the thing for the alarm. And I almost, I would have pulled the alarm. We would have had to evacuate the whole building because if an alarm's pulled, even if they watch a kid do it, you have to evacuate the whole building. And then the fire department comes and they, can, they are the ones to set the alarm back. So, with that topic, Joe, I'm gonna tell you an interesting story that happened yesterday.
0: Aye, I aye, aye. Home,
1: I come home from work, right? Okay. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. I come home from work, it's about four o'clock. My house is freezing cold, okay? So, I'm like, wow, that's weird. Why is my house so cold? Turns out that the previous owner of my house, by mistake, canceled our gas line. So we moved over the summer, but the previous owner made a mistake and something happened. It wasn't them. It was National Grid. Do you know what National Grid is? No. National Grid is the gas company in New York City. They're a monopoly. So they're the only person you could get gas from. But anyway... So National Grid... Like,
0: truly a monopoly, like, for real? Well,
1: like, there's Con Ed. You know Con Ed?
0: You told me about it last week.
1: Oh, yeah, my friend. Well, I I mean, we just met. But Con Ed and National Grid are the electric and the gas companies in New York. You can't get your gas or electric from any other company, thus making them a monopoly. But it's a legalized one, because whatever. So... My house is freezing. So I call them and I'm like, listen, something's up. My gas is off. And they're like, yeah, someone came and locked your box. Okay. So they locked our gas box where our gas meter is. And we're not going to have any gas. Keep in mind, guys, we're filming this right now. It's the 16th of November. So this was yesterday on the 15th. They said to me, they go, listen, we're really sorry. We can't send a technician to your house until the 28th of November. I said, listen, lady, I was so nice. My wife was not nice at all. And they hated her. They, I was very nice So the phone. I said, listen, I need you to understand. I have two kids. My kids are five and two. It's very cold. We can't have no hot water, no heat for, for 15 days. Yeah. No, two, 15 two days. Weeks. So I said, I go, Thanksgiving's coming up. Everybody's coming to my house. I'm explaining it to her. She's like, listen, sir, it's not an emergency. What you're saying. I said, Ma'am, you're right. Did you lose it?
0: Did you lose it? No,
1: I was a little bit of a jerk, but I was like, listen, you're right. It's not an emergency. I said, but this is not my era. This is the previous owner's era, which we talked to the previous owner, and they actually cleared it up, and National Grid admitted that there was just an overall mix-up. So they locked our box unlawfully. Well, not unlawfully. It was just a mistake. So I said, listen, I said, do you have kids so the lady's like, sir, I'm just saying that this isn't an emergency. People don't have power and heat and gas all over the country, all over the world. I said, you're right. And those people are not me. I said, I paid all my bills. I can understand yeah. if I missed a bill and you want to lock me out. That's my fault. I said, I pay all my bills. I've never missed a payment. I have everything in, it's their era, not my era. So she's like, oh, well, we're really sorry. But the best we could do is the fifth, uh, in 15 days. I said, that's not the best we could do. I want to talk to your supervisor. So we moved up the chain to the supervisor, next supervisor, next supervisor. They were like, all right, so this one a Tuesday. They're like, we could get you an appointment on a Friday. I go, they're like, are you satisfied? I go, no, I want it fixed right now. Right it's as now. simple as them coming and unlocking the box and just pushing a button. So they go, Well, sir, we can't do that. The technicians, I go, no, 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 you can. No, you can go and you, and the person your, on the phone,
0: you get I your ass like, here.
1: Yeah, I was like, it's your era. Long story short, my wife ended up crying on the phone for 40 minutes to some woman playing like the not playing. But she was just like, I have two kids. Like, how are we going to live? And oh, and then I also said to them, I go, no problem. Give me an address that I could send all my hotel bills and food bills to because I can't cook for my kids and I can't sleep in my house because it's freezing cold. It's like 40 degrees out. So right. they were like, well, sir, there's nothing we could do about it. I go, no, 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 you can. no. So they scheduled us for Friday. I put my feelers out into the world that I live in. And a friend of mine was like, yo, I could come right now and I could smash the box open. I know how to finagle it. So I said, I don't want you to do that because then they're going to come and say I ruined it. So I was like, we can't do that. So it turned out that like my wife knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody whose boyfriend worked for National Grid. The guy came to our house at 1030 at night. We just paid him out of pocket. Even though you don't pay for it, we just paid him to give us gas. And he was like, yeah, no problem. He's like, it takes 30 seconds. So he just came and did it. And he's like, they're assholes, sorry. So I don't know what's going to happen on Friday when they come and they see that it's done, but not my problem. I need gas. That
0: is insane. Yeah, we were
1: texting yes, and I was going to tell you, and then I was like, no, you know what? Let me just keep...
0: You know what bothers me? This always bothers me. And I get it. Before I start, people are gonna say <laughs> I get you have to do your job, right? You have to do your job, and your your job has so many constraints too. The number one person in this world that I cannot stand is a rules follower. Those people who just blindly follow the rules because that's and what And that the was this says. lady. That was this that's, lady's on the phone. That's what, the, And she knew. She and she literally had to hear what you were saying, say, Yeah, this is messed up, and do what she had to do to kind of like bend the rule. Right. Well, but that is crazy. Yeah. I hate people like that. I know, I, I know so many I, people that I used to work with who would be like this, Gasper. They could not listen. Did I tell you about the argument I got in with this lady that I used to work with about cursive? No. This woman. I'm teaching third grade. It's where you teach cursive, right? Well, they roll out this new initiative where you have to like meet all these standards and the kids have to meet all these goals. And depending on if they meet their goals or not, is if... How you do on your evaluation, like how you rank, and how you rank depends on, like, if you get laid off that year, there's like so many things that it's tied to, right? And the things that the kids are getting evaluated on are math and reading, okay? Okay, up until this year, cursive is part of the curriculum, they do cursive for 30 minutes a day, every single day. I go along with it for a while, and then I start to realize oh shit, my kids reading and math skills are like not where they're supposed to be. And unless they get up, this is actually my ass on the line. So I told her, I'm done with cursive. That 30 minutes is going to be used for like enrichment and time To to- Get my kids to pass tests. To get these kids to know this shit so that they can pass so that I don't get on the chopping block. She's like, no, cursive is so important. Cursive has been on this curriculum forever. It's, we can't change it. We need to be- I'm like bitch. Listen, first of all, I'm sorry. So many people think this it's dead. People aren't okay. It's a treat. I'm a big. To know. I'm a
1: big supporter of curse, oh, but start. we don't. But we don't teach it. But I like it. I I went to Catholic school, great. so I wrote script all the time. I That's don't hold I it against people who don't write it. I just hate right. that people can't read it.
0: Right. Great. But you learn it, whatever. But it's a treat. Okay. Yeah, it's a I agree. T- it's not. Nobody's getting you if uh, today. A human's ability to or to not understand or be able to do cursive does it's not, not have change your life. any indication on how they succeed in the world or not. So I'm, but you know what it is Math and rating. So I double down. This bitch lost her goddamn mind. I was like, literally? I understand that you are this ultimate rules follower girl, but my ass is on the line right now and it's not going down because of scribble language on the page. It's not happening. So I just did my own thing I had to do. She couldn't do it. So these people who work for these companies and they're just like, oh, sorry, sir. That's how it is. That's how, no, it's not how it is. You know that there's a way around this. Why are you working so hard for the man? Like enough, enough. And that's what I kind of said to the lady,
1: but that's what I kind of said. I said, just have compassion. I said, I have two kids. I go, they're about to take a freaking cold bath. Like, and, and listen, I am very, uh, so that's the other thing. Like my wife's like, why are you sitting here telling her you understand? You understand? I said, because I do, I do understand. There are people without any electricity. There are homeless people. That is very unfortunate. And it does, it is sad to me, but I'm like, we just moved into this house. We paid all this money to live in this house to have no guests from something that's nothing to do with us. I was right. like, and that's what I kept trying to reiterate to her. Cause she just kept going back to, it's not an emergency. It's not an emergency. I said, but my daughter's literally chattering. Her teeth are chattering. She's got little chiclet teeth and they're chattering. And, Aww. and that's not an emergency. Like, you know what I mean? Like we all slept in my bed that night. Like we slept for warmth. like warmth. for like, you know, I wish we had a dog. Cause you know, dogs pro- provide warmth,
0: not, not Rocky though. Rocky didn't
1: provide No, my kids ask all the time, but I told them no, because then it's my responsibility, my dog, my everything, and I don't want a dog.
0: What? Melissa's not going to help you out with a dog? No. She wants a dog. She She If she had a cat with a fucked up pee hole, she could have a dog. Judy (laughs) B. We'll cut to commercial. We're going to be right back with emails from you, the fans of the Social Studies podcast. And we're back.
1: So real quick, before we jump into emails, I just wanted to say a lot of people messaged me about – Making friends as an adult. And
0: just so you
1: just so you don't feel like you're alone out there in the world, there are a lot, a lot of people who feel this way, that it is very difficult to make friends as an adult. So whenever you think like, oh, why am I just not making friends? You're not alone. There are tons of people out there because it's not freaking easy. Because, like we had this conversation last time, if I'm in a new place, it's very hard for me to just go up to people and I talk to people, but you go up to a group of guys and they're kind of like who the hell are you? And if you go up to a group of girls, they're kind of like, oh, this guy's creeping on me. You know what I mean? So I get it. And unless you're in a work environment and with the world being the way the world has been for the last few years, some people haven't returned to work at all. I have a friend. He left teaching literally. He hates himself by the way, but he left teaching right before COVID. Like he left teaching like March 1st and then COVID happened. And He, you know, like, whereas he would have got paid all that time to work remote. How
0: unfortunate. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: Like, and he would have got paid to work and do all that stuff. And he took a job in a company that instantly downsized with COVID and all this stuff. And he got pretty screwed. But he said he has not been back in a physical office building since he left teaching three years ago. So he's like, he started a new job. It's all on Zoom. He's like, there's only so far you could do on Zoom and everybody on the job is in different places in the world. He's like, we do virtual happy hours. He's like, it's depressing. Oh, yeah. I had a friend. Yeah. He's like, it's depressing.
0: He was on a virtual happy hour and he like put it on pause and just called me. He's like, you got to see this shit. They literally were all playing like games on Zoom to like connect as people.
1: But the thing is, like, if you and I knew each other,
0: and it's me, you, and... We do know each other, Gasper.
1: <laughs> if it's, like, me, me, and you, and your mom, and my mom, and we're playing a game, fine. But if it's just, like, eight strangers, and they're, like, playing... Like, he said, he goes, we're literally sitting there, and we're just, like... He's, like, I'm just drinking a beer, and the girl that had him in front of me is drinking a beer. And, like, he's, like, what am I going to ask her to go into a breakout room? Like... He's like, and then it's work. So he's like, it's, you know, it's inappropriate to like make certain jokes and people don't really have that bond. And he's like, it's depressing. So just so you know, we get it. It's not freaking easy. If you see me, I'll be your friend.
0: And that has been a a word from Gaspar (laughs) Randazzo. Thank you. You ready to do emails? Yes. Papa, that cracks me up Oh dude, I gotta read this I gotta read this to you from Jimmy Cash Doing the, I'm doing the shows with Jimmy in Boston this weekend, right? Okay And, as, sorry guys, we record ahead of time So, Jimmy texts me He just finished doing shows with Jimmy in Boston He just finished doing shows with Jimmy in Boston He texts me And he goes He goes Hey Joe, by chance Is it possible that my wife comes with me to the show on Friday. And I said, why does your text read in the style of Oliver Twist asking for some more oatmeal? And then I sent him this. (laughs) Please, Joe, is there any chance that I could quite possibly bring my
1: wife to
0: Friday's show?
1: (laughs) <laughs> but you know what? That's how Jimmy texts. Also,
0: I love Jimmy. Jimmy like Jimmy and I are straight up friends and he would never assume that he can just like bring people. Like, well, Remember when I, 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 nice I paid for my mom's, mom's tickets? Well. I paid for oh my mom's God, tickets and you yelled at me? I still can't believe that. Your I would mom, just never, Gasper.
1: I would just never assume. Uh, you know, that's just not how I am. But they, Jimmy, when you text Jimmy, everything comes off very... Formally informal. It's strange. Dude, we I can't. have
0: to do a show together, the three of us again. That was yeah. the that weekend was so much fun. That was a good
1: time. Yeah,
0: I did have a good having, time for sure.
1: Having Jimmy mop up the, the the hotel room.
0: Speaking of friends, though, you and Jimmy hadn't met until that weekend, and now you guys are friends. True.
1: Yeah, and y- we're doing y- a show together on in the bo- Boston. Yeah. February 22nd at Laugh Boston, which is a really cool place. That's going to be be a
0: big weekend for you because you literally go from that to a weekend of shows with me.
1: Yeah, and then I might be doing something else in March. Who
0: knows? We should should tell—any updates that we can talk about after? Yes. Cut, cut, cut all that out. (laughs) No, they just liked it. You and Jimmy— Just became friends that I should tell Jimmy to hop on that plane with you and we should just all do the shows. <laughs> It'll be so he would. Fun. I know. Okay. Emails from the fans. Hey, also, by the way, you guys love hearing from you. Please continue to write to us. It's so cool getting these emails from you. Guess is Isn't it nuts that people just every week, how, are at your shows too, are people after the show stopping you and being like, I listen to you in my car every Monday? Yeah. I'm like, How? So just so you guys know that
1: how appreciative we we are, (laughs) once in a while, Joe will text each each other and I'll be like, Joe, look at this message someone just sent me. And it'll be like, I was listening to you guys in my car for the last five days because my car ride is 10 minutes. So it took exactly, you know, five days of driving. and, (laughs) And like, and I'm like, how crazy is it that like you guys are choosing to like with all the things in the world that you could be doing. You're choosing to, like, spend your time with us. This is, like, an emotional episode for us, Joe. Maybe it's the RSV kicking in.
0: It's emotion. I love it. But I love <laughs> it. It's so cool. But People, like, like love but, listening to us.
1: Yeah, but, like, it's just really cool. Like, like, you guys choose to spend time with us. So thank you guys very much for that.
0: You guys, thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if Is that from you Golden goes? Girls? You
1: are an
0: ally.
1: Yes! <laughs> Right? Girls, <laughs> yes. thank you for being there on the lanai. Good. Gasper.
0: Our friendship has <laughs> just broken into the next chapter. I'm so proud of you. Why? <laughs> that I knew what a lanai was? The Golden Girls is gay culture. Good job.
1: Do you know that this guy I work with who happens to be gay always tells me all the time, about the Golden Girls, because I always wear floral, shape, floral color, floral pattern shirts. So he's uh-huh. always like, "I love it." He's like, "You're about to go sit with Blanche on the Lanai." That's the I, only reason I know the reference. Hilarious. And he tells I, me it all. He's like, "Oh, that's the blanket from the Golden Girls. or that's the the you know whatever." I
0: had two older, <laughs> they're going to hate me that I said that, two older teachers that I used to work with, they had been at the school for forever, and they were like really good friends. And I kind of like weaseled my way in with them and like made them be friends with me. And I used to call them the golden girls. And I would always ask them and we would check out for stuff. Like we would go to this gas station and get food on our lunches. And I would check out before them and they'd still be in the aisles. And I would yell, hey, Blanche, can I borrow your AARP discount? It was <laughs> I'm such an <laughs> asshole of them, but it was funny. Okay, I loved it. I love them; they're great. Shout out to <laughs> Sue Ellen and Patty from Oakland Elementary. Oh, in their Royal names school. are even. I love these two. They, they got the old bad. school names, Sue Sue and Pat Pat. They hated that, but their name was Sue Ellen and Patty, and I called them Sue Sue and Pat Pat. Oh, and this is so funny too. Sue Ellen one year got a pet guinea pig for her class, and I, she was letting the kids name it. They had to like talk about what they were going to name the guinea pig. And I went around and planted a little seed in all the kids ears that they should name it Dorothy, like Dorothy from the golden <laughs> girls. Cause I used to call them the golden girls and sure as shit I won. And the kids voted on the name and they named the fucking thing Dorothy. Did they laugh or
1: were they like, you're an
0: S. They didn't get it. They just thought they were just oh. like, yeah, Dorothy's a great name. And I was like, I know, <laughs> isn't it so good? <laughs> they didn't get the Golden Girls? No, not at all. They were five, Gasper.
1: Oh, the kids didn't get it. I thought you meant no. Blanche and Susu.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> Susu and Pat Pat 100% knew what my trick
1: was Oh, okay. There. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. All right, let's read Here's the email. Great
0: three three topics. minutes go by already? Because this is what we do. Okay. Oh, also by the way, somebody did email us and say they're in their third year of teaching in Hawaii and only make thirty one thousand dollars. And Hawaii is super expensive. Hawaii is super expensive, and wait, go- be- gorgeous. Before we talk about
1: Hawaii, I mean, before we talk about the email, can I just tell you something crazy? You I me. went, I went, on, I went to Paris and London on a flight. Paris was twenty seven dollars, and London was thirty eight dollars because my wife's grandfather used to be a mechanic for United and so he could put two people's names on a list every year and they could fly 8 times for free well 8 trips so not free 8 trips for like tr- you only pay the taxes so it was like $27 a person but you'd be on standby that was the only issue so you'd have to fly standby but we never not got on a flight so we flew to London for like $27 And Hawaii was on the list and it was a $40 flight, but the hotel was like $900 a night. So I was like, Ooh, what we're saving on the whole flight is great, but like, we're still teachers at the end of the day. So we didn't end up going to Hawaii, but I regret that. I should have just foreclosed on my house and went to Hawaii.
0: Should have just done one.
1: That was just, made me think of that.
0: Okay. Gasper, your topics to choose from. The subject lines are first week of middle school. I'll punch you so hard, it'll make your baby cry.
1: I, I read that one. They sent that one to me too.
0: Or brand new school story.
1: Let's do the first school week.
0: Here we go. I had just switched from elementary special ed five years to my first general ed position in a different district, sixth grade middle school. I didn't know any of the students. So to get to know them the first weeks, I started class with the question, Questions like, anyone have anything to share? Or did anything fun happen to you guys last night? The Friday of the first week of school, a boy raised his hand. And when I called on him, he pointed to his friend and said, he got a blowjob last night. Half the class looked confused and half the class snickered. And I responded, what did you say? And reaching over to his friend, he picked off his baseball cap, pointed to his friend and kept repeating while pointing to his friend's fresh haircut, you know, look, he got a blow job. Thinking quickly, I asked him, a buzz cut? He slapped his forehead and responded, oh my God, oh yeah, a buzz cut. I wanted to die of embarrassment for him. I responded by letting him know that the other word wasn't appropriate for school and that she he should ask his parents what that means if he needs to know. My husband died of laughter when I told him I love the podcast so much. Thank you for the laughs.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So when I was growing up, I was like super innocent. I actually thought a blowjob was a bird. So I what? remember in like fifth grade, like all these kids were like, oh this girl's a blowjob and I was like, oh, I girl- thought they were calling her a bird. I was like, what kind of bird? I don't know. So like, I, I have no idea. So I get it. The innocence <laughs> aspect of it.
0: Yes, yeah, um, sir. I used to think that your ass was your penis. I thought that ass was another word for penis. <laughs> and then I remember one time my cousins were just like fucking around and my uncle got mad at him and yelled, get over here. I will beat that ass. And in my head, I was like, I'm <laughs> beat their penis. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they, this woman I uh,
1: used to work with, her kids called, they called their vaginas, like the, they, the daughters would call it their front butt. And that oh. just always made me laugh. She'd say, oh, my front butt. All right. So I, when I was like in, I don't know, I'm going to have to ask my mom for clarity on this. But when I was like young, young, we were all sitting at dinner and I said out loud, I said, Joey, to my brother, I think I said, Joey, you're a jerk off. And everyone at the table like gasped. And my mom, my sister, who's only two years older than me. So if I'm seven, she's nine at this point, comes around the table, whispered something in my ear. And I went, and then my sister just sat down and I sat down. My mom told me that she never asked what my sister whispered. She never asked what I thought it meant. They just pretended it never even happened. They just continued on with life because she's like, it was the most awkward, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but then you made me start thinking. So in New York, what guys, did she whisper? I don't know. I was a kid. I don't remember. In New York, like call it like the word jerk off is not a sexual thing. It's just like a term like, oh, Joe, you're acting like a jerk off. It like, just means like, oh,
0: like, little like a little fucking idiot. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, that guy just cut me off. He's a jerk off. Oh, you know, the mechanic calls me. He's like, hey, jerk off. When are you coming to drop off your car? It's just like a term of endearment. But it's only when I started talking to Joe that I was like, oh, shoot. Like it's I never thought of it in the sexual way. Like when I ever say the word, I would never think of it sexually. I only think of it like that. And like my brother was saying, oh, yeah, we were talking about this on this weekend. My brother's like, oh, yeah. Like every time my friend calls me, he's like, hey, jerk off. What's up, bud? And you just, that's just normal. But when you think about it, it's actually disgusting because I'm like, hey, masturbator. (laughs) Hey, cut me off, you masturbator. You know, like, think about it. But anyway.
0: I have a story for you. I, okay. The story revolves around, I thought that I knew this word that meant like, puffy like puffy fluffy like clouds like ver like that t- sort of texture i thought i knew a word for that and i don't know what happened but i remember i was watching the news with my parents and they were showing this this house that had like caught on fire and the light bulbs for some reason turned into this like it looked like cotton candy like i don't know how it happened or what happened but that's what it was And I said, wow, those look so pussy. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, they look so pussy. And they were like, that's not what that means. (laughs) Did anyone explain it? No, No, they just were just like, that's not what that means. And I was like, okay. And just like went on with my kid life. (laughs) Did you ever have
1: like the sex talk with your parents?
0: No, but I am about to say something that's going to, like, really make you laugh, okay? Say it. Literally, until I figured out how sex actually works, I literally thought that you, if you slept, because the phrase is, we slept together, I thought you would sleep in bed with a woman next to her, and I thought your sperm would (laughs) like magic float out of your body through the blankets and then go over to her and then go through the blankets and into her body. I literally had absolutely no idea. And I also how it happens. (laughs) I guess not. And also speaking of blowjobs, I thought I remember thinking that like thinking like oh that's crazy that people could do that and then i remembered like when somebody put a word with that i was like i invented that in my head
1: (laughs) 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 so how old when you stopped thinking that sperm didn't just float
0: oh 10 11
1: yeah all right so for for me i remember i was i still remember it so clear i was about probably that age I my mom and I were watching Friends. You know, you ever see the TV show Friends?
0: Of course, Gasper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't know. I was just trying to make sure. I didn't know if it was only an East Coast thing. So Friends... Which I was
0: on the East Coast for my upbringing.
1: Oh, that's true. So Joey, you know how Joey was always like, hey, will you sleep with me? Like, oh, well, you know, like, oh, if I bring your uh, mail in, will you sleep with me? Like, you know, he would always like make jokes about hooking up with the Rachel and Monica and stuff. So on the episode, Joey literally goes, oh, if I do this for you, will you sleep with me? And everyone left. And then it cut to commercial break. And then my mom just slow turned in a chair. And she's like, what do you think he meant by sleep with her? And I was like, no, I was like, I no, no. I was like, no. And she's like, do you think they're just going to lay in a bed together? And I was like, no. I was like, you know, I know they'll like kiss and stuff. And she's like, Okay. So I asked her like years later and she's like, yeah, I just wanted to get like a gauge on like what you knew about it. And then I remember when I was like 14, I was dating this girl freshman year and my dad, I came home and he goes, Hey, do do you know what a condom is? And I was, or something to that effect. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, use it. And I was like, like, I was like, I was nervous. I was like, what the fuck? And then he's like, you know, if it's a baby, that's not the end of the world but If you get an STD, that's the end of your world. And he like scared the shit out of me because I was like, he's not wrong. Like a baby, I'll be all right. Like I'll just <laughs> have a kid very young, but like an STD, I'll have that forever.
0: Dude, well, I'll have I the kid forever. Used to be like the biggest, like the best thing that's ever happened to me is being in this long term committed relationship because before that, if I would like even the most minimal hookup, right? I would just wake up the next morning or leave and be like, I have every STD under the sun. Take me to the doctor immediately. And I would go. Penicillin? I would go to the doctor and be like, I have gonorrhea. And they're like, you definitely don't. And I'd be like, you don't know that. Give me the shot in my ass now. And Is there I would a shot that you take? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Like penicillin shot
1: oh, that's real. Yeah.
0: I would know because I went to the doctor so many times for not real cases. And I would just be like, yep. And then they would say, sir, you don't have any symptoms of this. And it's been too long since you hooked up with someone. And I would lie. And I would say, they called me and they said they have it. So I have it. Shoot me <laughs> up. I was so did scared. They? No. Were they? Oh, did they do uh, it? Yeah. Yeah. They would do it. Yeah, And what is penicillin?
1: Just a shot in penicillin in your
0: butt? What does it do? I, I assume it's penicillin, but just like makes it go away.
1: <laughs> no, because I always used to wonder like Motley Crue and all those like rock stars, you know? We're like, just fucking. They're just doing whatever. And then like, but the joke is like, oh yeah. And they were just taking the penicillin shot in the morning. And it's like, but I don't know. Like, doesn't it fall off? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how things work.
0: Fall off. You've been married so long. You want another one?
1: (laughs) Well, we're at 57 minutes right now.
0: Oh, we're done. Hey, Casper, you know what we got to start doing? We got to just start recording and getting all that bullshit out in the beginning. And then like once we get to something good, then record. All right. (laughs) We'll experiment with it. Hey, but hey, you guys, we just want to have a tender moment with you right here. (laughs)
1: I want to wait. Hold on. I did this with
0: my mom and I loved it. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the social studies podcast. (laughs) We love hearing from you and we love your emails. So email us at the social studies podcast at gmail.com and tell us crazy shit about you, crazy shit about your life, crazy shit about someone, you know, we just want to hear it. That's the social studies podcast at gmail.com.
1: Hey guys, thank you.
0: I hate it when you do the when you do the soft voice. It creeps me guys, out so do much. Do you know and that the there was to, with the soft voice? It's so funny.
1: There was supposed to be a ad for a yoga, meditation, relaxation, and as soon as it came through to us, I just messaged <laughs> Joe. I was like, I was like, <laughs> you Joe, you got to take it. I was like, I can't do something calming. My voice doesn't allow it. Because we know that some of my ads just pop up on your Spotify and it's just me loud. But thats I only have one voice. Hey, it's me, Gaspar <laughs> uh,
0: You guys want to put some insurance policies together? Hey, we got penicillin? <laughs> <laughs> you can get free penicillin online at <laughs> penicillinonline.com. It comes right to your door. You jerk off. <laughs>
1: That would be a good ad.
0: Are you a penicillin. jerk off? Do you jerk off? You need penicillin because your dick's about to fall <laughs> off your body. I'm Gaspar Randezzo and I endorse penicillin at your door.
1: <laughs> That's what a mechanic told me.
0: <laughs> hey guys, thanks All for right guys, listening thanks so much. Have a good night. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye guys.